This is Model Behavior, and I am Michael G. Gable. This is my podcast. Welcome to it, or welcome back. Whether you've listened before or not, there's going to be some changes around here. I just got back from a meeting with Julia Newman, who is the composer I worked with on a short film I made called Van Life. She did an amazing job on that. I didn't deserve her skills. And she's actually working on making some true proprietary theme music for Model Behavior, I've got to stop stealing that Arcade Fire song as much as I love it. So I'm really excited to see what she comes up with and might even be able to get her on the microphone after she's finished because every time I meet with her, she has all kinds of insights about creativity and working relationships. And um, yeah, I think it'd be a fun a fun listen, especially after she delivers that music. So get ready for that. And this episode is with my friend and photographer, Dylan Lujano. Dylan shoots everything from lowly working models like me to celebrities at red carpet events to food porn and everything in between. He's a very talented photographer, has a great eye, and he is big on, you know, concept to product. He does, you know, soup to nuts. He has the vision, he executes it, he edits it, he puts it out there, he gets the responses, and he moves on to the next project. He's a real hustler. And he's got a cool backstory. We talk about everything from his experience on reality TV to meeting Britney Spears to musical theater. And it sort of reinforces that idea that there is no one path to the top. Success is not a ladder. I like to say it's a it's a cargo net. You know, there's a million different ways to get to the top. And you can give someone a boost. You can kick someone in the face from the, from the top. Or you can climb side by side with someone. Um, it's not a one-track sort of career path, and especially in the entertainment industry, especially in LA, that, that always seems to hold true. So I really enjoyed this conversation, and I hope you do too. Hey, Dylan. Hi. Thanks for being here, buddy. Thanks for having me. So you're the reason I've been getting fat lately, huh? Why? Because every time I see you, there's always cakes involved. <laughs> That's not my fault. Yeah. So you work, you do photography for my girlfriend's company. Shout out to Fancy Sprinkles. Yes. And you guys, what did you just shoot? So right now, we actually just got finished maybe like, what, 20 minutes ago? Um, we did kind of like a cotton candy cloud cake. Yeah. Super cute. We used our cotton candy kiss sprinkles. So yeah, I shot it. And so I shoot and edit and post content to our Instagram. Yeah. And it looks like, I mean, the cake turned out really good. It looks like just some little kid's fairy dream <laughs> cloud cake. Yeah. I mean, we try, at least I do. I mean, Lisa does as well come from an angle of like, you know, we want to make it like food porn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Porn. So it's like, we want people to be like, Ugh, we want to eat that through the screen. And that's the problem. Cause you guys shoot and bake and do all this at Lisa's house. So whenever I come over, it's just like, Oh, there's this beautiful cake here that, you know, is not really going to get eaten after it's shot. And I'm like, I will. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not letting that go to waste. It's hard not to. Yeah. We, ha- we've, I think me and Lisa have had to like teach ourselves to like, yeah. just have a taste and then like yeah. literally <laughs> yeah. throw it away. Yeah. My diet lately has been cake and steak. And it's like, 
That's not that bad, though. It's a good balance as long as you, you get the ratios right. <laughs> you get your protein, a little sugar. But um, but you don't just shoot food, and we're going to get into all that. But I, like I told you, there's one question for this podcast we always start with, mm-hmm. and that is, what were you up to when you were seven years old? Oh, my God. When I was seven? Just in general, like what was going on in your life? What were you interested in? Um, where, where does this come from? So there's this quote that's attributed to Aristotle, but I'm not quite sure who it actually was. Maybe some Franciscan friar, but Mm -hmm. it says, give me the boy till seven and I'll show you the man, Mm. which basically says the first seven years of your life set you up to be the person you're going to become. So I try to find, try to connect the dots going back to people's sort of origin story of when they were seven. Yeah. Well, what I can remember is I was living in, I'm from Orange County originally, um, from, San Clemente, Dana Point, if some people know that. Yeah. But I think I was getting into musical theater. Mm-hmm. I was starting to get into performing and singing and acting. and um, Was that high school musical era? Maybe a little no, later? No. So when I was seven, it was probably like 1998. Mm-hmm. I was born in 89. So. Oh, so you're two years younger than me. Yeah. High school musical came out. That was like. I was probably in high school. We were in high school. Yeah. yeah it was like my senior year. Yeah. Yeah. So as a musical theater geek, that probably got you yeah. going. Yeah, I love, yeah. High School Musical was great. But actually, yeah, later I ended up going to a performing arts high school called really? Orange County High School of the Arts. Did you do like children's theater? Yeah, so you I started at at literally eight years old. So yep. I think that's why I remember like seven, like eight. Yep. Eight years old was my first show, James and the Giant Peach. Were you James? No. Were you I was peach? Just, <laughs> yeah, I was a peach. <laughs> I just had to stand there and just, you know, <laughs> act real juicy. But no, um, I was a shark. I mean, it was like one of my first things. So yeah, it was like yeah. ensemble. But I had like a blast and the theater was really cool. And it kind of like, you know, it opened my eyes to like. Yeah, getting on stage is a cool feeling. Yeah. I did a play when I was eight. And it was for some reason we did Goldilocks and the Three Tigers. Mm-hmm. No. And you were Goldilocks? No, it was Little Red Riding Hood, hiding, Riding Hood, but it was with a tiger instead of a wolf, mm. and I was the tiger. Mm. So I was the star, and I got on stage, and I was like, "Ooh!" Yeah. So I got that little itch. You, yeah. you got like I didn't know this existed. You know, it's like the first high. It's cool. I mean, I was very shy, so yeah. it. I first started like kind of slowly getting into it, and then finally working past like stage fright, and then I would go for the leads, but yeah. it didn't start that way. Yeah, no. I was shy too, and the way I got cast in that play was. We had to do book reports and then present them in front of the class. And the teachers just cast it off how well we did on our book reports without telling us. Mm. So I think if I had to audition, I probably wouldn't have even done it. Done yeah. It. That's it interesting. Though. That's interesting shy. casting. Yeah. It's kind of smart. Yeah. Eight year kids, no pressure. Yeah. Yeah. My book report was about Babe Ruth. Mm. I don't even know what book it was. <laughs> <laughs> Babe Ruth. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Good so then you bar. went to school for theater. Yeah, so then I went to OSHA. I mean, it, that's the, what's what they call it? What's that called when you like? Orange County? No, like acronym? Yeah, acronym. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, everyone. I know what an acronym is. No, just kidding, I don't. Um, yeah, no, it's Orange County High School of the Arts, so oh, OSHA. Cool. Yeah. But now they extended it, so now it's just Orange County School of the Arts because now it starts at like sixth grade. Cool. So anyway, some of the... Our alumni is Matthew Morrison, who actually was on Broadway and Glee. So cool. um, he like donated a lot of money, and um, but no, it was it was amazing. Like we had uh, normal classes from like you know eight to two, and then from two thirty to five, we had our conservatory. That's so, so mine cool. was musical theater, and I did pop vocals, opera, acting, yeah, 
dance. Like it was literally like glee. I mean, I wish I had something like that as a kid because I was really artsy, really artistic with like drawing and painting. Mm-hmm. And we talked to Natalie Canizares on a previous episode. She did the same thing for dance in Chicago mm-hmm. and said it was just like incredible. Like there was no social drama bullshit. Yeah. It was just like kids making art. Yeah. Everyone's working at their craft. My dad pushed me to do it because originally I was going to normal high school and they kind of had like a knockoff version of OSHA. Yeah. So then I found out about the summer program, auditioned for the summer musical. I was like, oh, I should like maybe try this out. Audition to So you have to audition to get into school. I right. didn't say that earlier. Um, so you have to audition. And then I got in. And um, yeah, it was it was crazy. It was um, a lot of talent. So yeah. And I'm sure even I always like to check in now and see. But um you know, the kids that are going, but it's cool to see what everyone does. Like one of the girls I think is on in the mean girls on Broadway, Mm -hmm. you know? So, well, and it's interesting when those kind of incubators, like, like the talking heads met at RISD, it's like, you don't necessarily even end up in the exact track you're on, but totally in that creative world just sort of opens you up to like, Oh, this painter becomes a songwriter and vice Mm -hmm. versa. Yeah. Um, but did you, was your plan to like, just go musical theater all the way? So in my mind, I had two choices. Um, one was to go to New York and go to Tisch School of the Arts, which is part of NYU, yeah, and do the whole musical theater thing and just go for it, or go to LA and do entertainment. Yeah. So being from or being from Orange County, LA is a lot closer, you know. And I yeah. just felt like so much pressure in the musical theater world. Obviously, entertainment is like the same amount of pressure, but I ended up staying here and um then getting my degree in broadcast journalism and continuing photography. So. Yeah. So you learned your photo skills and camera skills in your degree program. Yeah. And I was, I've been doing photos since I was 17. Yeah. So started out with my friends doing their headshots. Really? OSHA. Did you do uh, darkroom stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did yeah. that in high school. I, like, I really liked that. I kind of wish know. I could go back to that analog style. Da- darkroom was really cool. I think uh, by the time I was doing, I was doing that in yeah high school. So I think I did it for like two or three years. And then my college, like they started getting rid of it mm-hmm. at certain places. So yeah. then we just went to digital. And you did headshots for your friends. Yeah, that was my first like gigs. I think it's a great way to get start working with models because headshots is, are very formulaic mm-hmm. and they are very trend based. So you can kind of see how it evolves. And it's easy to kind of mimic the styles you see. And get comfortable with people in front of the camera and then being behind camera. Yeah. Um, no, it then, teaches you a lot. Yeah. How to interact with models or, or actors. You know, I was so used, I'm so used to being around act, like actors, musical theater people. Yeah. We just mesh. You're used to the big personalities. Yeah. Actors are a lot. They can be a lot. Yeah. It's either one of the, yeah, I feel like it's one or the other with actors. Like it's either like. They're either shy. Yeah. Or they're like. Dude, take it down a notch. Yeah, like I'm the shit. Like, don't touch me. Or it's like you would never even think they're like a bookworm or something. And yeah. it's like, oh, you're an actor. They're like serious. You actor. see that in waiting rooms a lot when I'm auditioning. Like, there's people who come in and just won't shut the fuck up, and yeah. like they don't pick up on social cues that like people don't want to talk to them. People keep going back to their book or their phone. Like, so what crazy weather we're having. Man? <laughs> just, you're uh, like, I'm trying to focus. I haven't yeah. auditioned in like three seconds. So, yeah. but you like celebrities because you photograph them right yeah i started shooting kind of like celebrity photos when um well i shoot for la confidential magazine right Mm -hmm. now um and i do like their special events um like cover parties you know so i've shot you know jake gyllenhaal army hammer um yeah it's all over your instagram yeah allison brie from glow um elizabeth moss from handmaid's tale i mean i get to meet tons of cool people and it's a lot of fun like i just love 
coming from musical theater, like I have an actual, you know, like love for it. Yeah. So when I meet these people, yeah. And then I hear about the movie, it's like, no, I'm not just like there to like party. Like everyone else is here in Hollywood. It's like, no, I want to know like, Oh wow. The cinematography is really cool. Or like, how did you like learn this part? Yeah. Cause honestly, like it, that's cool to me. Like, have you had much chance to interview people properly? Or is it just sort of like side conversations while you're grabbing your shot? Um, yeah. I mean, so I used to work for Snapchat as well under Dick Clark productions. Mm -hmm. So I used to do all the red carpet coverage through Snapchat for Billboard Music Awards, American Music Awards, Golden Globes. So I did that for like two years. And so it was just during award season. Mm -hmm. And so I would literally just like say I was going up to you. I'd be like, hey, like, are you excited to be here? Like, look at your outfit. Like, what are you wearing? Like, so I literally just run up to like Rita Ora or like. I'm trying to think of I literally Lana Del Rey. I mean, and you I, didn't have any, I guess cause it's your job. Like you have, a, and it's, they're expecting it of you. Like you have kind of just free license. So you don't, wouldn't necessarily be shy or feel awkward about it. Yeah. I mean, I was a ro- considered a roamer, Snapchat roamer, you right. know, and I had my credentials and everything, and, but no, it's a lot of work. And I think people don't understand, like you have to like want to be there and you have to want to do it because you can't No, not just any person can go out there and red carpet and walk up to Heidi Klum and say, Hey, yeah. like, how are you doing? Like, yeah, you have to do your research. You have to know what they're doing. You have right. to know what project they're working on. You have to know, like if you can even approach them through their publicist. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's yeah. so many ins and outs of this, but it's like, you know, it comes easy to me and I'm just like, all right, I'm here. I'm ready. Like, let's go. I mean, I get nervous just like before I would do a musical. I'm like, shit, I have to like literally, yeah get this coverage and it's also off the cuff it's improv yeah you don't have a script you don't know what they're going to say you yeah. don't know what kind of mood they're going to be in i mean, oh. imagine you know they don't want to be there all the time at these yeah. publicity events but we were talking earlier and it's like they signed up for this job this yeah. kind of life and they want they wanted this level of fame and success and that comes with playing the publicity game so if you're at that event like you you should at least go through the motions of yeah. acting like you want to be there yeah you you're an actor that's the case or is it more like they're like okay like moving along here no, I think I think it's a part of the job. Like I said, like with anything, you know, like as a photographer, I have to process all my photos. I have to edit them. I have to, you yeah. know, all these things that you don't see. I don't want to do it. Yeah. But guess what? So I feel like with them, you know, and everyone views it as like, oh, it's a you know celebrity or whatever, and it is a lot of work. But I think it's just like you owe it to just do your best job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. like. For people and that are supporting you. If they're bringing something to the table and you're excited, like you're going to get something good out of it. Yeah. Do you have any cool stories of celebrities that were particularly awesome in person? Oh my gosh. So or like people you super fangirled over? <laughs> um, well, yeah. Well, obviously Britney Spears. So you're wearing a Britney Spears t-shirt. Yeah, right I'm now. wearing a Britney Spears t-shirt <laughs> as well. She's kind of wish I was wearing it. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's from the Baby One More Time, the first album photo shoot. I don't think it was actually like used... Oh, this was actually the inside poster. I remember now. Yeah, the cover was her in like the. She was on, yeah, on her knees. School girl. Yeah, and, I remember. And, yeah, <laughs> so same era, but um, yeah, I met Britney, and but the one thing with that is just to give you guys like an inside scoop of the industry. Everyone received an email prior saying Britney's off limits. Like, really, there's no approaching her. She's not doing social media tonight. Sorry, she's gonna walk the carpet for five seconds. So, you know, you get stuff like that all the time with people's i don't know just like they have like their particular like i don't know how to how to word it but like it's like their writer like, yeah don't look me in the eye or like, yeah don't ask this question or like yeah if they have a certain drama going on in their life like the publicist will say that's off limits totally. or like an x or something like that and which i understand totally fair no i agree with that and which i also sh- should mention like i 
my internship during college was at Entertainment Tonight. Oh, cool. So um, I worked I, or I interned there for nine months and then continued on to ET Online. But that was like one of the major things that I saw all the time because I would usually be helping with the interviews mm-hmm. and we would get everything, you know, for one of them was Britney Spears. And um, I think it was like after a big drama situation. It was like Some Kevin Federer. Yeah, something yeah. like with, I don't know, it was way after The Shaped Head. It was like 2014, but it was like, you know, no questions about this or like, I remember we went to Leah Michelle's, who I'm also a big fan of from Glee, um, her album release, but it was right after her boyfriend Corey passed away. Yeah. So, so it was, so yeah. So like, you know, that's a no brainer. That's a no brainer. Human. Like you would think, yeah, well you would think, but outlets still want it. And that's the thing that I saw all the time is like, you know, and I'm not going to put any like outlets on the spot or anything, but it's like certain ones. I'm, you know, they still tell their reporters, like, I know you don't want to ask this question, but we need this in our write up tonight. So you either go and or or don't go. Right. Like we need this question asked, and the celebrity's gonna get pissed off. But it's like you know. So there's certain thing, and th- that's kind of what turned me off because I'm in it for like the creative artistic yeah. point of it. Yeah, you got to be sort of a slime ball to to push push the boundaries like that. But again, when you sign up for a public life, like yeah. good and bad, it's not just your highlight reel. You know. Yeah. You're, everything's out there. And you don't know what the person on the street's going to ask you. I mean, they can control a little bit of what someone on the red carpet's going to ask you, but that's your life, you know? And there's people who maintain a much lower pro, like look at like Adele, who like just disappears, comes back from a three-year hiatus, drops an album and outsells everyone and then goes away again. It's doable. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I think that, you know, I've I've had a lot of work with that kind of like celebrity press stuff like that. So I think like there's two sides. There is some people that can't avoid, can't avoid it. Mm -hmm. Like a Britney Spears or a Miley Cyrus. That was another big one that was like wrecking ball. And it was like, literally, I remember seen that over and over again. I was like, can we like just stop, please? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, Miley was different, but there's certain people that just, like you said, keep a low profile and yeah. I don't know how they do it, but. I mean, I think, you know, <laughs> even if early on in your career, you, you played, you wanted to play the game more and you like got swayed by the paparazzi. Photos, yeah. And you want that. And press. then you set up a life that, you know, yeah. is going to keep going like that. Yeah. For better or worse. But how did you sneak past Britney's guards? Did you get to meet her? Yeah, so it was kind of like a crazy moment. Um, so as you can imagine, like to paint the scene, I was on the red carpet. Brittany was there with her boyfriend that she's like not even with anymore. I think they were w- together for like a month or something. And um, Harry Styles was walking by mm-hmm. from previously One Direction, but now he's, you know, solo. But um, he we was walking. Harry is. Okay, just make sure. <laughs> um, well, One Direction's like a whatever. Um, <laughs> so anyway, he was walking past and then I was recording and it was like Britney was freaking out about Harry. Yeah. So I was getting Britney's reaction, freaking out, fangirling over Harry Styles, me fan and girling over Britney fan. Yeah. So it was, it was like this three-way. Yeah. It was like this crazy thing. So I like had to film it, even though like they told me not to, but whatever. And so like me and Britney kind of like, I waved at her and we just like got, a, just, you know, had a little moment. Yeah. It's my contact. Yeah. But I wish it was a little bit. You wish you could like smelled her a little bit. Or... Yeah. But it was crazy. Like I've never had. You know, I've met a lot of people and it's like, I don't know. It's just like, it was like an out-of-body experience. Just like seeing someone that you've seen for so many years. I mean, I literally... We're about the same age and like Britney Spears came around when I was... Probably like 11. 11. Yeah, I was nine. And I was like, that was like, girls were starting to be real attractive and then she was like the girl. Yeah. And like everyone had her posters, all the straight guys, gay guys, girls. Oh, yeah. Um, So... That's just like imprinted in your like lizard brain, like Britney Spears. Yeah, right? it's a it's an iconic thing, and it is kind of like I mean, trust me, like I'm not all about 
I mean, Britney's always going to be there for me, but it's like, you know, I love Ariana Grande, as you know. <laughs> I love Kim Petras. Like, there's, you know, new artists, Camila Cabello, Shawn Mendes. You know, I like the, I'm I'm all about pop, obviously, but it's like, you know, I don't know. There was just something about her that was, you know, it's iconic. Yeah. So. Yeah, just like the shirt you're wearing. It's but, yeah, I mean, everyone. Etched into time. I know, it's crazy. I wish we could be. I loved, like, 1999, 2000. Yeah. Well, you're the first photographer I've talked to who you know, does not just shoots models, but shoots celebrities. And mm-hmm. it's, I'm always interested to hear how photographers mm-hmm. help get the best out of their talent or their mm-hmm. subject. And so I'm sure that's very different between a model who's there with maybe paying you or you guys are doing a test shoot versus a celebrity who doesn't know you, doesn't know you're going to be there, doesn't necessarily even want to be there or want you to take their photo. How do you kind of navigate those two different types of subjects? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot, it's super complex and, I definitely didn't know what I was doing the first time. (laughs) That's how it happens. You learn on the job. Yeah. So now I'm pretty like, I would say not a pro, but like I can show up and do my job and get it done, you know, but you know, like you said, you kind of have to feel it out. Sure. You know, you can kind of see like, Oh, does this person really want to be here? Are they going to be chill? They're going to be cool. Like, and then you can kind of go from there and kind of like, you know, just be personable with them. Change your tone a little bit about, yeah. Cause I'm sure there's some people who are, just firing off poses and hitting their, you know, marks. Mm-hmm. And as they move down the line and then there's people you probably have to draw like over, you say like yeah. over here and all that stuff. Yeah. So like, you know, it's different. Every situation is different and sometimes I have them all to myself. And then sometimes, you know, it is more of a red carpet where I'm shooting amongst, you know, 10 of their photographers, yeah. Getty, wire image, whatever they need to get their shots. They're getting paid per photo, mm-hmm. you know, and they're a lot. I don't want to always say older than me, but usually are. So it's like, I come in there and they're kind of like, who is this? Like, whatever. Like, do you just pick up a camera today? I mean, that's like sometimes how I feel. Yeah. Wow. But then I'm like, you know, no, I'm like in-house photographer for this, ma- the magazine you're here for actually, yeah. you know, but, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I, like for example, one person that was really cool was Mandy Moore. Um, which, and I was telling you earlier today, actually that, you know, we heard from our publicist that she was like, you know, tired or whatever, but, I wouldn't have known because on the right. red carpet, she gave me all the poses, you know, and the eye contact is huge. Sure. And, you know, I'm coming from an angle where I just want them to look good. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, of course, I'm not a paparazzi. No, you know, not like an autograph chaser. No, like yeah. I'm not trying to get the worst photo of you. So that's what I try to like emit to them either. Like telekinet. I don't know. Like, yeah. you know, like either like just vibes or like well, I let them know. Like, they, you know, they get their privacy intruded on so much. Their people are looking for bad photos of them. Unflattering photos upskirts like you know all that shit used to come out with like paris hilton and all that stuff oh yeah like so they're probably on edge and i understand and that's why and they i don't know you and they, they don't know me yeah you know but in hollywood it is kind of small so it's like you know you do sometimes you i start seeing the same people yeah so it kind of does help but you know like i said you just kind of have to like tell them like i'm just here to make you look good yeah and because also what i also say is like, this is a reflection of me. Mm-hmm. This is a reflection of my work. So if they Google my name or this goes into print, yeah. why would I want a bad photo? Right. Like, yeah, you, it should be like simple. Like, you both can scratch each other's backs. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I make you look good. You give me the shot. That's it. Like, I don't make any extra money from it. Yeah. You know, so. But, you know, like I said, it's just like, you really I just have to feel out, you know, the moment. And can you tell with uh, the different celebrities you shoot if there's, sort of a learning curve to new celebrities doing those things versus people who've been in the game, like a Mandy Moore has been doing it since she was 15 or whatever. Or then like you, maybe you shoot some new Netflix kid who just popped on the scene. Yeah. Have you, can you, <laughs> I'm sure there's oh. a huge wavelength differentials. Yeah. I mean, you'll get like, 
Netflix or like, you know, YouTube, you know what I mean? Like, and the kids now are so like phone in your face to oh, begin with. Yeah. They're probably hamming it up. Yeah. They love it. I mean, like you have like a Gigi Gorgeous who I also love. Who's, who's that? She's a um, YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Like, and, um, but I mean, she's kind of pro now too, but like I'm saying when she probably first started YouTube, you know, it was like, I'll stay on the carpet for an hour. You get, you know, get every single angle, but it's yeah. like, then you get to Jake Gyllenhaal and it's like, I'm only going to walk it for four minutes. Right. You get your shot. Yeah. And then gone but he can probably give you in four minutes everything everyone needs yeah and knows like all right i'm out of here yeah and then and and yeah and then it's so easy then all the photographers we know what we're doing you know what you're doing we all know why we're there yeah you know so it's like oh it's so nice and actually i do have one story it was just funny um i can never pronounce his last name correctly but john krinsky krasinski krasinski from the office yeah i sound like an idiot but and also director of quiet place yeah which is great love that movie um, so anyway, I'm at this event and I'm shooting it and I'm, I shot a couple photos of him and, um, I went up to him cause I was like, I love the office too. So, and I love him. So I was just like, all I was thinking about was the office, like his, his character on there. And I'm like, I know I'm like, I'm not stupid. Like I know that people aren't their characters in real life, but still it's like, if you see someone like every day is that, yeah, he's tried pretty hard to shake the gym. I know, but too. it's like, he's never not going to be so sorry. But, um, anyway, <laughs> Jim with a beard. Though. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm like, you're not that serious. Come on. <laughs> But I walked up to him and I was like, hey, like, can I get a boomerang for our Instagram? He's like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I, yeah, I just like laughed. I was I like, just wouldn't do a boomerang. No, but he, he gave me photos. But it was just funny because yeah. I looked back and I was like, oh, OK. I was like, but I just brushed it off because I it's just like interesting. Well, they're also in less con- control of things like that. Like photos, mm-hmm. they know you're going to pick the best one. But a boomerang, mm-hmm. they get one shot and it could be unflattering. Yeah. Or, totally. You know, boomerangs never look good when I try to make them. So I wouldn't trust yeah. someone else to make them. You never and then, know. Like, then... I also hate when people say like, let's do a boomerang and then you have to think of something to do and automatically your brain's like, I don't know how to move. Yeah. So and you do I something stupid. Yeah. And I know like different comedians have or actors, famous people have rules. It's like, I won't take pictures when I'm with my kids. Yeah. Cause it like, I don't want to, I'm on the sidewalk. There's cars like, or like, I just don't take pictures. Like I'll shake your hand and say hi, but like, I, I don't have time. Oh, to like for fans. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't do it. I don't do selfies. Cause like I, I heard Pete Holmes is one of the comedians I listen to has a really good podcast. And he says, He's like, I can count a hundred times that people have handed me their phone to take the selfie with them. And it's your camera roll is full. You need to delete some photos. And the people take the phone back and try to delete some photos. And he's like, like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, I'm being nice here, but yeah. this is a lot. Yeah. And he like said, be- that's happened to him a hundred times. So think about all the photos he's taken. Yeah. No, they should be ready to go. Yeah. But no, it's super, yeah, it's super interesting. I mean, the industry as a whole is like, you see new things out all the time and, the one good thing is, I mean, there's multiple things, but I get to meet a lot of, you know, interesting people and influential people and yeah. creative people along with, you know, the not so nice ones. You right. Know. You're going to get that in like, you know, any sector of the industry. Yeah. And then how do you compare all that style of shooting to working with a model like Scout or me or, you know? Yeah, it's different. I mean... Red carpet is fun because it's like the energy, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, oh, what is she going to wear? What is he going to wear? Like, and then all the lights and everything and the people and, and the it's fame. like the celebrities yeah. aspect is cool. Yeah, it's just cool. And then it's like, but I mean, my, I, I would say I probably enjoy shooting more editorial. Really? Yeah. Cause I, you know, I like to come up with a concept usually and maybe you have a great eye and a great taste. So when you stage photos, they look really well done thank you and you don't get to do that on a red carpet yeah your backdrop set you don't get to pick what they wear yeah have much say about their tone anything anything. (laughs) yeah anything i guess that's probably yeah and it makes sense and i yeah i guess it's because maybe it seems a little bit more generic yeah 
but I still put my spin on the red carpets, and that's I feel like how I've been able to keep my job. Yeah, if you because, can differentiate, yeah. differentiate your style a little bit, that's going to give you longevity because mm-hmm. you know anyone can walk a carpet, and take a few photos, but mm-hmm. to make that person really shine, yeah, is bring it out of them. Yeah, yeah take some effort. Yeah, and we did like an impromptu photo <laughs> shoot one day. Yeah. Uh, I, I was like, get in your underwear now. Yeah, no, literally. And I was just coming over to hang out with my girlfriend and Dylan was here shooting and we talked about t- doing a test shoot at some point. He's like, well, he's like, well, are you wearing Calvin's right now? And I was like, yeah, he's like, let's do it. And I did not want to yeah. because I like to, it was to, a me too moment. I like to prepare for shirtless, um, shoots at least a couple of days in advance just to, just like, I like to know they're coming. Totally. Yeah. And I hadn't done that and I didn't feel my best. Yeah. And like, that might just be a mental thing for me, but we did the shoot and like, I wasn't feeling too inspired by how it's moving. So you kept kind of posing me and we tried a few different angles, mm-hmm. just working with natural light and you got some incredible shots. And it just made me, made me really comfortable to know that you can just trust a good photographer. Yeah. Even if you're not feeling your best or like, you're like, I don't want to do this. I look fat or my skin is bad or you know, I haven't done my hair. There's no makeup. It doesn't matter. Trust your photographer. Cause we got these just natural editorial style, sort of a little sexy. Yeah. I mean, um, I've never like shot under straight underwear before. So it was, it was a new experience. I've done lots of speedo stuff, but that's yeah. a little different. Yeah. Um, and it looked great. Yeah. I mean, natural light. I love natural light and it's just like fun to play. Like, obviously I have my, backbone and you know lighting and you know obviously i know how to shoot and stuff but it's yeah. like i don't always know what i'm gonna walk into yeah so you know i kind of take a second to see what's going on and then go from there but obviously you know you've modeled so you know what you're doing and it helps when people know what they're doing you yeah. know and then you just can, so you can offer something yeah and then you can even just mess around you never know you know sometimes the in-between shots are the ones that i like the best yep. the candid i yeah. mean stage candid yeah you did the one of me where like it kind of looks like i'm getting out of bed and it's uh-huh. you know, very stage candid yeah like, you know, not looking down the barrel of the camera. Yeah. And that's what I think I told you or also what we were talking about too, was how acting plays a huge role into modeling. And I feel like a stronger model is an actor or can, you know what I mean? Can like, there are like super fixed editorial shots where, you know, it's so close up that it's almost mechanical. Yeah. But in a lot of the lifestyle stuff I do, especially where I have like kids or or a wife or a group of friends, even if it's print, like, I'm trying to think the thoughts of that person yeah, in that scene. Totally. And like, even if the the expression is super subtle and very toned down, like it's gonna come out, come through Fake. a little more honestly. Yeah. If you are in it. Um, especially, yeah. I mean, anything like where you have a fake girlfriend or fake wife, like you've got to get to some place of intimacy. <laughs> Whether like a lot of times it's me thinking about Lisa, like how I would yeah. feel if I was with Lisa in this moment and like mm-hmm. just transposing. And like, I don't have a ton of acting training, but the best it just advice. helps. Yeah, yeah it, it helps to relay the moment. And I feel like that's what I use when I shoot models and I say like, all right, like don't just pose, but move, move through the whole action. Yeah. Like if you're going to get out of bed, like get out of bed, like yeah. stretch, like I'll find the moment and I'll capture what I want right. from that. I'm right. not going to get some like weird ass shot. Cause any stiff, like, like stretch this arm, like you just finished stretching. It's yeah. going to look, you know, static yeah. and not dynamic and there's no, mm-hmm. mo- there's no movement to it. Um, so that's a good tip is just like moving through the motions and then you stop time Yeah, when you see I, it. Yeah. That's cool. And I kind of just keep snapping or 20 quick, quick frames. You know what I mean? But yeah. Spray and pray. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'll so, get I mean, one. Sometimes. Yeah. Like you just get that one, like you said, it's the in-between moment. That's mm-hmm. like a little messy around the edges. Yeah. Um, staged to candid, as you said. So you definitely get your like creative nut from those sort of editorial shoots, but 
would you prefer to move more in the direction of the celebrity red carpet stuff? Would you rather be, would you like to be like an on camera type of red carpet person? Um, well, I mean, I studied, I mean, my degree is in communications, bachelor's in communications, um, emphasis in broadcast journalism. Mm -hmm. So I studied that, you know, and I did a lot of on air. Um, I mean, it was with the school and stuff. And obviously my internship was like huge, Yeah, you know, and I did get to do some interviews like the Lego movie and, you know, different things. So I'm pretty comfortable like interviewing people just because I like to talk. Yeah. I mean, you're very personal. You started working with Lisa and like you guys just became best friends. Yeah. And then I just showed up and was like, oh, we're all friends. Like, yeah. I know. And it's like, where does work stop and yeah, then that's, begin? Uh, yeah. And the blurred lines, you know, I work hard and I, I keep it very like we can still be cool and be friends, but it's like, yeah, let's get the work done and then yeah. we'll have fun after. Yeah. But. Also, too, like, side note, I get along really well with Pisces women. Oh. Pisces women. Yeah. Lisa's um, a Pisces. Yeah. She probably know that. Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to tell her right when she comes home. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, my other good friend, Scout Compton, who's an actress as well. Yeah. Um, who actually I've shot a lot and kind of, like, helped increase, like, my my book. You yeah, know what I mean? The diversity of your book. She's a chameleon, too. Oh, my God. Like, and actually, Lisa knew Scout back in the day. So that's yeah. kind of like how we connected as well. But mm -hmm. Scout was, um, to give like a little background, she, she's she been acting though since she was like eight. She was in Gilmore Girls and like all these little little parts as a little kid. And then her she was in The Runaways. And then a big role was Halloween, the Rob Zombie Halloween. Yeah. She was Laurie Strode. But she can transform her, her look. And I think that's definitely something that is fun to play with. Yeah. Even as like a model or actor, blonde, red hair, you know black hair short hair long hair it's like it's pretty cool and then you know it inspires me to come up with new ideas yeah you know same with lisa we did that um fun shoot we've done a couple shoots but like you know they all kind of like revolve around fancy sprinkles and um baking and stuff like that but we did a shoot for people yep magazine um that was really cool so i love that you know and i did her makeup i i mean for lisa's shoe and usually scout or whoever that i is a friend or someone that you know i'm comfortable with I'll just do everything, you know, I'll do the yeah. makeup, do the styling, just creative direct the whole thing. Yeah. Basically. Literally everything. So like with Lisa's shoe, I was like, all right, here's like the inspo, like build an inspo board, send it over. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Grabbed her outfits, did her makeup and then, you know, light it, shoot it out, edit it. So where does the broadcast aspect of fit into all that in terms of just like, I don't know, future plans or mm, I don't know. I like kind of, I guess I kind of put that on hold because not on hold because I still feel like I use a lot of that training just in life. Yeah. Like I said, I've kind of been doing all these things at the same time simultaneously right. since I was 17. Right. So, you know, theater, acting, singing, photography, you know, it's all been, so I'm kind of like always bouncing around, mm -hmm. but like photography and video and marketing and social media, I think is really where, I'm super strong in and I enjoy it. Like yeah. it's fun for me. Yeah. Choosing what we're going to post on Instagram or like playing it out or like, what are we going to do for this? Like that excites me. Yeah. Coming up with the concept, seeing them through and yeah. releasing it. And yeah. And then seeing what people say yeah. and then, you know, hopefully it's good feedback, but obviously it's like, you know, people are going to say whatever they're going to say. And it's like, you know, let's try to keep it positive, but you know, you can't please everyone. Or you're going to get some haters. Yeah. You guys posted a cake the other day and some person made a comment like, that cake's too pretty. It's stupid. You, you can't eat something like that. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's the weirdest comments. I'm like, and then, you know, I get angry or like, I want to delete it, but I just stop, you know, and we'll leave them there because half the time 
our people will they'll jump on them. Yeah, and they'll yeah. battle it for us. And then I'll, me and Lisa will be laughing. We'll be like, "Oh my god, look at this thread! It's like the all these people." Army, yeah. No, it's insane. And like, yeah, I think someone said like, yeah, about the cake. They were like, "Oh, there's like too many um, sprinkles or something." And then <laughs> it's a sprinkles company. Yeah, like how is that going to taste or something? And then someone responded and goes, um, "I'm sh- pretty sure you can't tell how it taste how a cake tastes through the screen." Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "Thank you." Like, done. Next. No, I, yeah. So I mean, to answer your question, like, I think photo is always. It, I don't know. It's just in my, like, I'm just, I don't yeah. know. It's just, well, it's, I mean, just from, from my side of things, like I've written, you know, I published a book, I make art and sell art. I model, I've done a little bit of acting. Yeah, so you do. So I kind of bounce yeah. around as well. And in part of my, not stress, but like, I don't know, mental bouncing back and forth has just been like, where do I need to focus? Am I spreading myself too thin? Yeah. Should I like drop something? And I think I found a pretty healthy balance in terms of like, where the money comes from, where the passion comes from, mm-hmm. where the fun comes from. So it sounds like you have a similar thing with like all these diverse interests in your background. So it's like, what's fun? What's career? What's, yeah, you know, hobby? Well, yeah, for sure. I mean, and there's definitely times where, you know, I mean, now that I'm 30, you know, but I've been at this for a long time. Like, I mean, since, like I literally since I was 17, I mean, as a side note, too, my so my cousin was on my super seat sixteen on MTV. Yeah, I saw. That. <laughs> Which is like crazy because it was like twelve years ago, like a couple, like a month ago or something. It was in two thousand seven. It was like my senior year of high school. Yeah, but that was kind of like my first taste of like what, like TV or like yeah. media or entertainment. I don't yeah. know, but it was like me and Savannah, we would shoot and have fun just like randomly, like after school, I'd be like, okay, let's, let me dress you up like a Barbie and we'll shoot you. Mm-hmm. And so I did that, you know, like I'm doing now with everyone else, yeah. <laughs> but actually getting paid now. Yeah. But anyway, I shot her whole tape and pitched it to MTV, got her on the show. Really? So then I filmed with her, you know, throughout the whole process mm-hmm. of the show, which was amazing. So that's like kind of what I first started with. I was 17 and we filmed that in orange County. And then I did, um, real housewives of, of Orange County as well. Okay. So I did a season of that and I was a makeup artist and photographer for one of, for Alexis Bellino, who was one of the housewives. And were you on the show? Yeah. How was that experience? Did they pay you to be on the show? No, I didn't get paid. So everyone needs to know that. But <laughs> <laughs> I was getting, well, Alexis paid me to do her makeup and stuff. I mean, I yeah, was like, you got paid for your job, but yeah, not, for your but not through Bravo or Andy Cohen. But no, and I was I was pretty young at the time. I think I was 21. So like I literally was doing college at the same time as filming Real Housewives. And I randomly met Alexis because I was shooting for another magazine. And she called me and she asked me, she was like, oh, do you want to come do my makeup like randomly? And then we became friends. And then she asked me to be on the show. And I was really shy because I was like, give me a part. Mm -hmm. Give me a character. I'll play it. Like, give me. James and Giant Peach, give me James, give me whatever, like Danny <laughs> peach, in, in Greece. Yeah. Give Shark. me Peach. Give me whatever. Like I'll play it. But it was like, oh, now you have to be yourself. I was like, I don't know what to say. Like right. so but it was really interesting just to be in that whole world and I mean, I, I don't even want to like mention the other housewives, but let's just say that like some of them aren't very nice. Yeah. But how staged was it all? Um, I would say it was loosely staged. There was no script right. to answer that. Um, but you know, if we were like to give an example, the finale was at Vicky Gunwilson's house and it was like her fall party, you know, so everyone gets a memo, like this is what it's going to be here. Are the colors, you know, so you can dress accordingly. Sure. And then also like we all had limos pick us up. Mm-hmm. So we all, 
you know, it's all staggered. Like they all know when each housewife is going to enter. When landing, yeah. yeah. So it's like, and it's kind of cool because it's like, I had my own mic pack and like, I could hear the producer saying, Oh, Dylan's Dylan's here. Dylan's entering with Alexis. And I was like, Oh my God, like I'm so special. <laughs> like whatever. But it was just those little things like that. And it was, you didn't want to make a career out of being a reality TV. No, it, no. that just fell in my lap because I was from Orange County. Yeah. I was working with her it was all organic and then my parents were very against it both of them told me not to do it my mom yeah why i don't know i mean i think they just didn't want me to be like treated i don't know i mean i ended up they ended up kind of like being mean to me on the show you don't be mean to me Mm. but (laughs) i was young i was like i mean i would be mean too if they were 60 and i was 19 yeah you know it's like i didn't have to get botox at that age I mean, they're on that show because they're a specific type of person as well. So. Yeah, I mean, looking back, I know I'm clear as day. Yeah, I know. I mean, how? What do you tell to a twenty? I was twenty one. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Like, where are we going? Oh, like, TV, yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't even a big, di- big thing. And then now I'm like, okay, that was their life. They have a contract. They have a brand. Yeah, I didn't know all that back then. So like, yeah, I wish I would have kind of knew that, and then maybe I would have came in a little bit stronger. Yeah, I mean, you're you're like me. You kind of just have bounced around the entertainment industry like a pinball falling into things and then keeping the parts that you like and then Mm -hmm. kind of exercising the parts that didn't stick yeah you know so it seems like you're sort of triangulating your career through because la like you're always working on projects with people everyone's got this idea you can fall into that job and like i fell into modeling and then i was like well do i want to act or do i want to stick to modeling commercials Mm -hmm. fitness you you know so it's like all these choices and you kind of have to like navigate the cargo net um no, yeah, and I learned something from each, you know, aspect of it. But I feel like I've definitely currently like hit a sweet spot to where I literally enjoy everything that I do. Yeah. And I I have fun doing it and you know, it's and it's hard because I, I do in my head I'm always thinking about the next thing or like what work I need to do and I definitely I mean I'm a Capricorn, so I'm very like I'm always thinking about work. Like I, if I'm going to go somewhere, I'm like, okay, well what, like, am I networking? Like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. I'm not going to go out to the club or I'm like, okay, I'll go to this event and then maybe I can, I don't know. I just always kind of look at it from like a work angle, but I feel like now I love everything that I do and I get paid for it. Yeah. So it's nice to find that balance. Uh, yeah. It takes time. It takes a while, especially in a town like this, unless I don't know, you just hit it out of the park when you landed, but most yeah. people have to grind it out. Well, I did. I mean, even though I'm from Orange County, I did the real some reality shows. It was like when I got to LA, it was like I did shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and then my internship that was all for free. Nine months driving from Orange County, Cal State Fullerton to Studio City, CBS. Yeah, three days a week for free. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to pay your dues. There's a lot of that. And then, all, and then, so much of that. I mean, that's just the first part of it. And then actually getting there. I mean, if I there's, I could talk to you for like ten hours or just about the, the industry. It's like insane. Like literally, my first day at Entertainment Tonight, you can kind of find a producer that you can work with directly. Yeah. So we all kind of got a list of like, are we kind of like heard through the grapevine? Like, who is the cool one to work with? But when you first get into your internship, you're all in one room and you're basically transcribing interviews. Fun. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, I get there. But and you, that's what an yeah. internship. But is. But you know me, work. like I get there first day and I'm like really i'm like yeah and i'm like no i'm like i'm not sitting in here transcribing these fucking interviews yeah i'm not getting coffee for anyone like (laughs) so i was already a brat but i was like but i had experience yeah so i'm like i wasn't coming from a point where like i'm too good for that it was like no i have knowledge and i have talent and i know where to use it and i'm learning from this and i know how to propel whatever you're doing to the next level 
I mean, it's kind of that catch twenty two though. Where you have to do those yeah. stupid ground floor jobs. So I think you did it. You got I did it, it. Yeah. and I and I transcribed, and it was great. Um, not really, but then I met. You know, it was like me and this other intern. We were like trying to get the same producer, and I remember I literally ran down <laughs> in the newsroom to like it was like so crazy. It was like so it's like it literally is cutthroat. Like I literally ran. To, her name is Carla Escobar, and she was in the music department. So obviously, I love music. So yeah. I was like, oh, I'll be able to like hang out with all the music stars and like listen to new albums and stuff. So it was like. Long story short, I ended up working with Carla and it was amazing. And I got all the new albums before they came out, got to review them. Yeah, that access is really cool. Yeah. It was like, she literally just gave me like 10 CDs and be like, all right, write a review for online. Tell me what you think. And I was like, this is fucking great. You got to write too. Yeah. That's cool. Because yeah. I guess you were doing a kind of a general broadcasting internship at that point. Yeah. I was yeah seeing what you liked within the field yeah and then i just primarily stayed with um in music and stayed yeah. with carla and so that's why obviously i got to you know like i said Leah michelle britney spears katie perry miley you know i got to go to their album releases or write questions for their interviews like my yeah. first job first assignment was to write questions for a katie perry interview yeah so like and then I had to like send her flowers. Like, can you send flowers to her, please? And I was like so excited just to like send I'm flowers. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, like I get to send flowers to Katy Perry. Like, no one's gonna know that, but like I'll know it. You'll know it forever. <laughs> yeah, but like now we, maybe she'll know it too. Yeah, secretly. So yeah. it's like little thing, little things that like that are cool. But you know, I try to like come from a side of like you know positivity and creativity you know versus anything else because that's I mean just being undeniably good is what's gonna just keep moving you forward you know you have to mm -hmm. you have to work on your art your craft yeah. your photography your interviewing skills whatever your, like, your writing skills or you're not going to progress and you're not going to get to the fun jobs where you enjoy your life and the same can be said of the modeling industry i mean there's i don't know if there's more i'm sure there's more models moving to la like with the whole instagram rise but you know there's so much unpaid stuff out there like very low rate work that you have to go through to build up your book and you know mm -hmm. get to the next level and i did a lot of those jobs and yeah, you collaborate. Like yep. I did the same thing. I was like on Instagram, like literally I was like, okay, one day a week I'll work with a influencer or mm -hmm. work with someone that's mo trying to model or something just to, yeah, it just, it's like See exercise. Yeah. And it's, it's like just, what we did. You got a shot for your yeah. portfolio. I got a shot for my portfolio. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, okay, it took literally what, 20 minutes. Yeah. So it's like, but those are the fun things too. And I feel like that's one thing that I've had to kind of work on is getting the balance of work and then also doing like just the fun thing just the random I mean, things that's the problem with like you know so you're basically freelance right yeah i mean you have like a full-time position but your schedule's up in the air and you have other gigs going yeah i mean just basically i mean currently yeah between fancy sprinkles and la confidential yeah i'm basically like i like to consider myself like in-house but like yeah. I'm, I'm technically like independent your contractor this is the same as a model and you can get into this trap of like always worrying about work oh god am yeah. i what could i what else could i be doing um, oh yeah i need to update my book oh my my booker said that i need running footage i need to work on that and like you can drive yourself crazy i've been stressed for 10 years <laughs> are you kidding yeah. i think about it all the time like and i already have anxiety enough you know but it's like but it's also good too because it's like all right like amp it up or like yeah. let's blow them away with this or let me go shoot this person or let me go do this like and it helps when the work is fun yeah like i'm never complaining about the stuff i have to do you know i have to record a self-tape and like i love recording little self-auditions and then editing them together on my video shop app on my phone and like putting in like my own personal touches yeah and that's a fun project it's for me fun. it's like oh and then this weekend 
I like, you know, made a pie and then made a, <laughs> made a boat. <laughs> yeah. And like, that was just a fun little, I just love little projects. So like I treat everything. Yeah, you're very handy. I try to be handy. Yeah. I wish I had, I need a handyman around my place. I told you to hang up your mirror. You never invited me over. <laughs> Let's not rehash that right now, Michael. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think it's just like, it's important to love what you do and I think you just need to be like genuine and as much as you can, you know, and I feel like that's what's different with me. Once people get to know me, I'm not from LA. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I don't have that mindset. I'm not here to like fuck you over. I'm not here to get my name to the fuck. I've already been on TV. I've already worked for entertainment tonight. I've already fucking met Britney Spears. Basically a real housewife. Yeah. Like, I'm just doing it because it's what I love. And yeah, of course I want to like keep on getting better, but I think my foundation being from OC, you know, really helped. And like, I feel like I had a really good upbringing with my parents and being artistic. And like I said, and going to ocean doing all like the early stage work, you know what I mean? It all comes together, Yeah. but it's like crazy to see how you use all those like assets in life now. Well, because Every the landscape is evolving so constantly that you're always readjusting based on some skill you learned from high school or something that's just becoming a new like Instagram is a tool that no one expected. Oh my god! And now yeah. it's like people are it's like the wild west trying to figure out how to navigate those waters. Yeah, and now and then it'll be over in a year, and then we'll be like, oh great, like well, there, we talked with uh, Joselle on one of the episodes about how they're testing out removing the likes, yeah, and the followers, which. We determined it would be a good thing. It's just going to get messy. It's just, yeah, it's just, I mean, I think it's a good thing for everyone's sanity. Yeah. Um. You know, I would, I would lie. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I didn't care about likes. I mean, I'm not sitting there like, oh God, I'm like the worst person, but it's like. I took it down. I only got 20 likes. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm going to leave it. If it got a hundred likes, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. If it got 400, whatever. Like yeah. at this point, yeah, I cared when I was younger, but every year, like I feel like as I got older, I'm kind of like. I'm using this as like an online portfolio. This is my work. This yeah. is what I'm doing. I'm busy and I'm booked. So I'm busy and I'm booked. <laughs> Peace out. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's how I like to stay, man. Just busy and booked. Yeah. Right. But you can't always be booked. So you got to stay you busy can. somewhere else. Right. I know. What's your hobby? What do you do when you have downtime? That's the thing is like, I feel like I just, I literally will go, I'll edit something or I'll be like, what can I like literally like, what can I change from this or what can I add from that? Or yeah, that blurred life work balance. Because yeah, because I love, I mean, photography is like literally, you can ask anyone that knows me. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, it's just a part of me, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like you need to take certain aspects of it because it's so intertwined and like say this part's only like, I won't get paid for this part of the, my art. Mm-hmm. So maybe for you, that's like, singing around the house or like yeah you know, oh that happens all the time yeah. <laughs> you see yeah dan- honey dancing and singing is just comes with me and like anyone i have to tell them like i'm like that was like my life i mean from eight to 25 i mean, you're, I mean you got moves and i mean and i ain't legs. broadway maybe a little off broadway yeah but no i think it's yeah i don't know what were we saying <laughs> just about trying to compartmentalize oh yeah so aspects. no oh yeah so hobbies if i'm not to uh, yeah so i mean i have hobbies like i'll go like so my new thing is like now that i got um my new apartment here in the valley um kind of trying to like you know make it my own and i've been really into like getting plants yeah and like live plants yeah Ooh. i have like a rule just for myself like no fake plants in my house because <laughs> i want the oxygen <laughs> 
I don't, I mean, I don't know if it's giving me any oxygen, but, <laughs> but I, I want it. I want the oxygen. <laughs> and no, I mean, that's a hobby. I, I, I also game. Oh yeah. You are a gamer. Don't maybe don't know, but I've played PlayStation since I was like nine. What's your game? Well, I have Nintendo switch and I have PS4. So I've been playing like, I love Tomb Raider. There's a couple new ones that came out recently. Spider-Man's really fun. Um, Last of Us was really cool. I don't like the gore, but Last of Us, like the story and just like the movement of everything was really fun. Yeah. And then I like randomly will play Pokemon on Switch because like Pokemon always has a place in my heart. <laughs> it's amazing that like I, I don't game and I stopped gaming at Nintendo 64, but like. I love N64. So many grown men just go home and play Pokemon. I'm not it's... a grown man. I'm a boy. <laughs> no. Some grown men just go play Pokemon in their spare time. It's hilarious to me. No, seriously. Like when I was younger, probably like 14 or whatever, and I'd see my uncle probably at the time was like 35, but in my head was like 50, you yeah. know, like, and I'd see him playing video games too. And I'm just like, uh, it's a little bit too young for you. And now <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, like I'm 30 and I, so there's no, I don't know. It's, it's like fun. Yeah. And then. It's good gaming and plants. That's all you need. Plants and depends I, what kind of plant is. Might go with those games. I liked, yeah, right. Oh yeah. Well, that's a whole, yeah. That's a whole other podcast. But yeah, and I like to explore. Well, I love to travel. Yeah, you, I just got back from Iceland. I know. And you said that the beers were not forty five dollars. As no, I heard, I know. Everyone was like, "Get ready, it's gonna be fucking expensive." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, okay." Like literally for every single person. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> and then I like told my friend Justin, and I was like. Uh, are you sure we're making the right choice? Because everyone's telling me this is going to be like really expensive and like, but no, it wasn't. We found the, you know, you find the right, you know, hole in the wall spots or whatever, but it was just, it was a really cool experience. And, but your photos were beautiful. It's just like cheating being there and then mixed with your skill. (laughs) I, well, like literally I kind of, my friend that I always go with, is also a photographer. Yeah. Um, he doesn't do it as a, as his job now, but like he studied it. Yeah. Um, and I love his eye as well. So like, this is our third trip together and, you, and we usually base it around photography. I'm not even kidding you. Yeah. Like not? we'll be like, all right, so let's go like, I'll make itinerary with visuals. Yeah. And I'll be like, so we're going to this waterfall. We're going to this thing. We're going to this cafe. I want a flat lay of this meal. I want a you outside. No, I like, like, that's my mind. You're like, it's like a shooting schedule, like a shot yeah, list literally for the day. Yeah. And he knows walking into it like, all right. <laughs> but I think that's cool. If like, if you just like, that's how I want to run my day. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, and then I have these beautiful photos as memories. And if people go to your Instagram, they'll see like you have amazing, you know, think about like your mom's photo albums that were just like terrible mm-hmm. disposable camera photos laid flat. And like, that's your memory of that thing. Yeah. But that's one thing that the Instagram, you know, well actually too, I should probably mention that earlier, just an ode to my mom, but she's a, she was a photographer as well. Oh. So yeah, kind of got me started in that. And she was exposed to it. From a yeah. She was always taking pictures of me and had her Canon. She did a lot of like print stuff, but she never did it. She never took it to the next yeah. level. It was just hobby. It was, yeah. But she loved it. Yeah. But then, so I feel like I kind of like in the back of my head, I'm like, this is, you know, like when I do cool stuff, I'll send it to her and be like, Oh, look what I just shot. Or yeah. what do you think about this? Or like, you know, cause she has that eye too. And I feel like I definitely get the creativeness from, I mean, you have to from your parents. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have creativity on both sides of my family. And just being around parents who are exposed you to that kind of stuff totally. stokes the fire. Or maybe it's just in some kids. I don't know. I definitely just always was a drawer and always was artsy. Yeah, I feel like it is. It has to be in you and it has to be. I mean, it has. It takes someone to recognize that. Yeah. You don't then, always know. Yeah, you have to encourage it. Mm-hmm. That was the one thing that I could 
kind of had a blank blank check on when I was a kid was art supplies. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't get video games, I didn't like toys and stuff like that. But like we went to the art store, I could get like kind of go crazy, mm-hmm. and it was great because I just like played with Play-Doh and Model Magic and yeah. I was making like every Christmas gift for every family. There was always some homemade bullshit that I made. <laughs> Feel bad for them. No, <laughs> they still are. Some I do. I do a lot of like hand painted cards for people. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Right. Well, I feel like, yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's important. And I think like early on you kind of notice, I don't know. Do you think it's always in, do you think it's inborn or do you think it's a mix? Do you think you learn it? Do you think you acquire like what with it's probably, anyone's talent? What do you think? It's probably a mix of nature and nurture. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about this book. I think it's called talent is overrated, which basically you can have an aptitude mm-hmm. and an environment that's conducive to learning something, but really it's about just practicing. There's all these myths about like, like Mozart. What's ta- yeah. What's talent like, is talent. Like Mozart practice? came out of the womb. It's like, no, he had a, a father who was a piano instructor and he fucking slave drived his kid to be, you know, precocious. But some of that is that he had a natural aptitude for it. You know, Michael Phelps had the body for swimming, yeah. but then he was in the pool eight hours a day for 20 years. Yeah. Like it's, it's not that he was talented is that he worked really fucking hard. Yeah. And it goes the, sh- the same thing here in LA. It's like you can have a good eye, you can look a certain way, but if you don't put in those reps, you know, behind or in front of the camera, you're not going to be a great photographer. You're not going to be a great model. It's not just like you're gifted, you know? Yeah. I, and I think that myth prevents a lot of people from chasing down a, a career that's off the beaten path because they don't get the results they want right away. You know, they don't take off. Yeah. You know? Well, then they just don't. So what? They don't want it. Or they just don't put in the work. I mean, well, they think like, or maybe they think like, oh, I, I guess I don't have it. If oh, I, yeah. It didn't happen for me. They just don't know that you No, it takes years and years and years yeah. to get to that point where it's effortless. And that's the whole 10,000 hour rule. So I'm probably at that by now. Yeah. I mean, it's like, well, and it's funny because you realize, or at least I do, like, you know, people always tell you, you know, like, it just takes time or like, you'll get there. And it's yeah. like, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, now I'm 30. It's like, I've done all this stuff. And it's like, okay, like, now I can kind of, I don't know. Just, like, it's a new, whole new level. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things that's clunky when you start. It's like what, learning stick shift. I learned oh, stick God. shift at 24. Yeah. And the guy, like, dropped the car off at my house. And I just, like, I, I was like, I rode a dirt bike as a kid. Like, I think I know how shifting works. <laughs> and I got in the car and I was like, there's no way I'll ever oh, be good God. at this. No. I was like, there's no way. And then, you know, you have to just drive that car. So a year later, it's seamless. And, and you learned? Yeah. And you're fucking texting and shifting and, or whatever. No, wow. I didn't that. But, but you're, I had a friend who could roll a cigarette and shift. I still have that friend. But it's pretty impressive. Wait, where were you using stick shift? In Venice. California? Yeah. It was yeah. not ideal. Yeah. My first car was also stick shift. My dad was like, here, like gave it to me. It was his old car. It was a stick shift. We literally went to the high school parking lot. I tried for like five minutes and I said, I need an automatic. <laughs> it's, it seems like an impossible <laughs> I was like, task. I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you know me, like I need some help. No, just kidding. But no. So I literally <laughs> give all the grace to my dad. Like, <laughs> no, seriously. Like, um, but yeah, no. And then I ended up getting like a Ford Explorer, which was like Sick. probably, no, it was like a 1996, like oh, that's a great generation. almost killed me three times. So I probably should have just stuck with the stick shift. <laughs> but there's no stick cars anymore. Yeah, so, but it, oh, but always like when you're growing up, or at least maybe not for as much for us, but like previous, I feel like it's always like, oh, you never know, like you may have to 
jump in a car and yeah. drive someone you know did you ever some, hear that like your emergency parents situa- and that's yeah. why i actually justified yeah, learning it yeah but i was like I got into a situation where i needed to drive stick and i couldn't yeah i'm like was, well uber yeah. and lyft so well, I, was, <laughs> I was in the middle east so no. there was not oh. uber or lyft yeah but no i think it's smart. yeah well that's so like do the work you just gotta do the work yeah totally we totally went off tangent on stick shift it's fine but yeah long story short don't move to LA because we need to keep our jobs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's, um, How yeah. many people do you think move to LA to start a dream and leave? I think a hundred thousand a year move here. Yeah, and, but did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. And most people leave by seven years. So I've been here almost eight. So so you made I it. I think I made it. Yeah, I've been here off and on for three, just because I like. I always like wanted to go back to Orange County. And and it's I, so close. And you I miss the just... beach. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, oh, I get bored. Like, I want to go home. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I feel like I can stick it out here. I mean, it is so close, but yeah, LA has a lot to offer. I always say, always say LA has everything. Everything you want and everything you don't want. Yeah, literally. There's untold potential for success in whatever creative and entertainment industry field you want. And there's also every distraction you could ever imagine and you can easily get caught up in the acting as if camp where it's just brunch and you know <laughs> instagram stories and no yeah, work literally and it's like i don't know who's paying for your apartment but yeah cheap <laughs> daddy yeah i'm like these instagram influencers i'm just kind of like i mean you can see the ones that are actually really trying and the other ones that aren't i guess but yeah i, I mean, guess you're exposed to it all do you have any sort of last little bit of advice for just someone in the entertainment field, not even specifically any part of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can speak to what worked for me, obviously. But, you know, I put in the hours and I networked like crazy. And like I said, I think the internships are huge. So if any like anyone's a college student that's listening, I would definitely say get as many internships as you can, you know, while you're in school or li- because you can't do that shit when you're, you know, when, it, when you're graduating and you're having to pay rent. Yeah. No. So <laughs> thank God for my parents. I was able to, but you know, I was going to school, working hard, but also doing the internship. So I, I definitely recommend, yeah, doing internships because you not only meet people that could possibly give you a job later, mm-hmm. they know so many people and everyone knows everyone. They go to different, like half the people that are working at entertainment tonight are now working at access Hollywood or variety magazine yeah. or whatever. And it's like, I was working an event last week and I met this or I saw this guy that I knew that I worked from the Newport beach film festival in OC right. that was up here for the Holly shorts. So, and, yeah, and so you can move laterally within the industry yeah. because you, the internship part is great because you get exposure and you may have thought you wanted to be an on-air broadcaster. Yeah. Oh, I actually want to move more towards photo. Yeah. So you get the sorting hat part of it out of mm-hmm. the way before you have to start paying your rent. Yeah. When it's harder to make jumps, you know? Yeah. But then you learn a lot. And I think it's just about like, like I said, like hard work mixed with, I think you need to stay inspired. I think you need to um, surround yourself with people that support you and people that want to see, you know, the best for you. I think that's super important, especially in LA Yeah, because there's people here. Like I probably can't even count more than like five people that are like, I actually consider friends in LA. You got to find the good ones and hold on to them. Yeah. And like, you know, one of those people was like, like scout for me. Like she, I came in, I didn't know anyone, you know, and she was already, everyone knew who she was already yeah. like in the circle in our age and stuff so it was like you know and I'm kind of like shy at first so it does you know that's another recommendation like have someone that maybe knows you in town that can kind yeah. of like 
oh, by the way, this is my friend and this is what he does. And like, and he comes with singing and dancing. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like, you know, and that always helped me out, you know, because I'm not always the best at running up to someone and, you know, telling my life story. Yeah. But yeah, I think. Are you sure? You kind of are. I mean, you, cause no, you, you know yeah, me. Yeah, it took you a while to warm up, I guess. Yeah, and I wasn't right away. Yeah, you weren't out of the box, gleeing all over the place. No. Never. Once I get more comfortable and, you know, if I have the same interests, because... I'm the same way. Yeah. I'm very observant at first. I have to, like, read the room for a while. Yeah. Well, you've seen me with Lisa. Like, Lisa loves Ariana Grande. <laughs> we sing Ariana, Casey Musgraves. We eat cake. We play... It's like all fun and stuff. So it's like I'm completely like open when, you know. Oh, yeah. When you're here, I'm the third wheel. It's not. <laughs> I am. No. My music choices get shut down. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. You, <laughs> all right. I know. I, even I'm getting sick of my music. I'm like, can we listen? I'm like, we need a new album up in here. <laughs> but. Something needs to drop. No, it's fine. We're all having a good time. and. Well, I appreciate you doing this, brother. Thanks for having me. Um, thanks for all the good advice. And thanks for the photos. I'm going to share some of the, the other takes from our shoot. Fun. On Instagram. What's your Instagram so people can find you? My Instagram is at Dylan Lujano, which is D Y L A N L U J A N O. And then basically all my social media is just my name. Cool. Thanks again, man. Thank you. All right. Bye, kids. Bye.